Hi, this is Kathy Aru with the Liberal Sherpa Podcast, and I'm calling this one um, and what we're doing from now on until the election, um, a special election 2020 edition of our podcast series because um, we're talking, we're, t- we're talking turkey. We're, we're getting down and dirty and talking about Trump versus Biden, Biden versus Trump. And what's super exciting is that um, today we're actually going to talk about what many people do not believe. There are Cubanos con Biden. Um, it's cu- Cubans for Biden. So lots of people believe that um, most Cubans are Republican because that has been true since like 1960-something. 1961, actually, Bay of Pigs. Um, but... Times are changing, and I have an organizer today from the group uh, Cubanos con Biden, and it's Amor Rodriguez. Amore, it's love. Her name's like, I'm going to ask her about it. Her name's actually Love, so I know you're going to love her. Her name's Love, um, and she's an organizer of a group that has thousands of people, and you wouldn't believe it, thousands supporting Cubanos con Biden. Why? Why are people... Um, in the Cuban community, why are voters going for Biden? That's it's a mystery. It's a mystery to the two candidates, actually. So hey, I am solving a mystery for everyone today, thanks to Amore Rodriguez. Um, but first, let's listen to um, Abuela in the White House. This is just some Cuban humor for you. It's Spanglish, English and Spanish from uh, our comedian Jenny Lorenzo. She's she's not ours, but she's a, a Cubana, a Cuban. Um, in LA from Miami that does the funniest stuff on YouTube and her Cuban videos are just to die for. So this is, what if your grandmother, your Cuban grandmother was actually president of the United States? And uh, those who took some Spanish in school, know some Spanish, know some Spanglish, it's like really funny. It sums up exactly how uh, Cubanos think. I think so. So enjoy. Hello, my fellow Americans. Under my presidency, nadie va a pasar hambre porque I will personally make sure that you get your alimentos. The Tienes Que Comer Reform Act of 2017 will enforce strict guidelines on las dietas. For instance, la pizza no es comida. Artículo 4 de la Constitución Americana explica la prohibición de alimentos tóxicos. I have implemented mandatory cafecito breaks between the hours of 2 and 3 p.m. Pero voy a acabar con el Starbucks porque eso no es café. Yo sé que when it comes to our healthcare, la cosa no es fácil. Insurance packages include sopa de pollo, sana, sana, colita de rana y el azabache. Por el mal de ojo, ya tú sabes. With only an oración as copay. If a citizen under the age of 35 is caught outside sin un suéter with temperatures below 75 degrees, they will be fine. Other offenses include walking around sin zapato con el pelo mojado, taking a bath después de comer, or being a dormilón. In order to decrease the nation's crime rate, police will now be equipped with non-lethal chancletas y el cinturón. A new neighborhood watch system called Ten Cuidado will be issued in neighborhoods across America. And vecinos will take turns rotating in La Ventana to keep an eye out for malcriados. Thank you for listening, my fellow brothers and sisters of America. God bless. Y en el nombre del Padre, el Hijo, el Espíritu Santo. 
Amén. Y ponte un suéter, carajo. Okay, so that's Abuela. Um, and as Jenny Lorenzo said, she likes to be everyone's Abuela. So congratulations, you now have a Cuban Abuela. Yes, my gift to you. Um, so, uh, More is gonna call, Love is gonna call soon, and she's gonna tell us how did a group of young Cubans create Guanos con Biden, that is this crazy grassroots movement that has Guano singers, actresses, actors, so many VIPs are just joining. Authors, it's crazy. Um, it's Guanos con Biden, and Amore should be calling any minute now, any minute now. Hey, is this Amore? Hi, Kathy. Hey, how are you? Okay, I'm recording, I'm I good. think. I'm good, how are you? Good, good, oh my gosh. What happened to Cuban time? Aren't you supposed to be five minutes late? I mean, I was very, I was happy to do it, but I didn't want to mess up your recording. <laughs> no, I, I run on Cuban time, which I'm proud to say is like a stereotype. I'm, I'm proud to say I run. Oh, I just saw, I just saw your text. You're so. Hey, coño, not go, go. Right, you're too <laughs> Americana. Oh my God. Got it, got it. Got no, no. it. Okay, we're Tremenda Cubana. Tremenda Cubana. Okay, so we're doing, um, okay, we're recording. So, you know, we've got the going on tape. We got everything, but it's okay because, you know, it's a podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, it's like cable TV after 10. We can say coño. Right, right. I think so, right? We'll be yeah, I mean, I mean, who's going to, really, who's going to judge us at this point? Um, okay, so is it Amore? Amor? Amor? <laughs> It is amore, amore, italiano. So, italiano. So, Pero no soy italiano. No, eres cubana. So wait a minute. So your parents named you Love? They did. So I am the first American born in my family, first baby to my mom. She was very excited and put all this pressure on me. Yeah. So we, she named me Amore. Oh my God, I was the first only child. Uh, my mom couldn't have kids. I was born when she was in her 40s. They didn't really like me, you know? They just, they just, they, uh, they're, no, it's too soon, right? They, um, they actually uh, named me after, the, you know, Cubans are not very happy with Russia because of the whole, you know, revolution. So my dad named me after Catherine the Great from Russia. You're named after wow. love. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow, well, right? that makes sense also. Like, of course you have a Russian, like, reference name. Right. Their grandma's name is Olga, so it makes sense. My papi hated me. Papi hated me. It's like your love, <laughs> amore, and I'm Catherine the Great. I was excited. Wow. a lot of pressure on me, though. A lot Imagine of pressure. the life I have to live. No, seriously, I saw your name, and I was like, really? She's love. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yes. Is Valentine's Day rough for you, Amore? You know, um, not necessarily. I think it uh, allows other people to shower me with, with <laughs> love as they celebrate my day. So I, I receive it. You're good that way. Okay, I'm gonna send you like Valentine's Day cards and everything. You know, I was, I was, Perfect. oh yeah, I was born the day after Valentine's, and they still named me after Catherine the Great after what? Russia, the people who kicked them out of Cuba with the Cuban Revolution. So yeah, wow. 
They, they really. Wow, wow, wow. No, ahí no hay amor. Ahí es like, forget amor, it. Hay amor a la patria. Ay, ¿Verdad? Ay, Dios mío. I mean, oh my God. Okay, so amore. So I want to get your title right. This is amazing because I found Cubanos con Biden. Um, porque I'm like, I'm, I'm looking all over the place because I've, I was the lone Cubana with the liberals for years. And because right, right. you know how the Cubanos are, but people don't know. So that's why you're here today. I know you like only have like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, but it, explain because it's such a mystery to yeah. America. Uh, the yeah. Cubanos are. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Introduce yourself, please. So people can know, sure. please, what, who were who were interviewing the, the honor. Yes. Please, please. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cassie, for having me on. Hi, everybody. My name is Amore Rodriguez. Um, soy Guana. Guana. Um, my family, um, all Cuban. Even the stepfathers are Cuban. I am. Um, I, <laughs> I um, like Cassie. Also went to Florida State University. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. And I came back to Miami uh, after my master's in social work and public administration. Um, to serve my community, so I wanted to give back to the community that raised me, which is why I got really plugged in, um, in the education field specifically, so I am a justice educator, I lead our diversity, inclusion, and equity work at a um, local nonprofit, and I also am uh, proudly one of the organizers for Guana Home Biden, um, I think similar to Kathy to what you were saying, we were all felt like lone wolves out here in the Miami streets of uh, progressive Cubans, and we're very happy and lucky to find each other to, to start this movement. I am so happy. So was it, um, so that's why I found you, um, you know, I, I, I'm addicted to the social media and I insta-stalk, <laughs> I insta-stalk um, Justin Bieber. So he might want to block me after this one. I've never admitted it before. But I'm obsessed okay. with, um, you know, with Haley. I, I want. I need to know what they're doing at all times of the day, and so I okay. insta stock and I found Guanos going Biden, and um, I'm like, what? ¿Qué? And then I yeah. joined Team Pastelito. Um, you did. I don't know why is everyone not Team Pastelito. I mean, tostada. I, I don't. I don't get it. But you know, they're good. They're good too. I know. I mean, yeah. But the pastelito and queso are the best. But I, forget it. I'm not going to judge. It's not my place to judge what they're doing, you know, with their food choices. But, um, pero de Biden, eh, how did you, con confianza, with confidence, go and say, you know what, we are Cubans, um, our relatives are going to hate us because they're all Republicans. Yeah. All, the, all the Cubanos in Miami, since I've been growing up, yeah. um, I had my uncle say, comunista. They called me yeah. a communist um because right. we like i like the democrats i i understood them right. i like them better but they would say amarillo i don't know what yellow amarillo comunista i don't know what why is yellow yeah why is yellow comunista amarillo like, um i'm not sure of that the specific you mean caudillo no amarillo um, like the color yellow oh. they would say yellow comunista amarillo like, oh. i don't even know the insults no. But, uh, they, yeah, but it was bad. It was uh, like, you know, she's a communist, yeah. and I didn't even know what that meant. Um, right. Right? But I yeah. 
I kind of was, uh, I was like, look, Kennedy let uh, about 30,000 Cubans into the country um, at a time where there was a student revolution. And right, 1961, 1962, they came over and uh, the revolution was 58-59. And um, dictator uh, Fidel took over. And yep. so, okay. So then, of course, they're, they're Republicans because of the failed Bay of Pigs, which the award was given this year to Trump for the Bay of Pigs Award. Yeah. I'm so proud of yeah. him. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's definitely very interesting. Um, so in regards to, did you want me to hit on a little bit of, like, why Cubans are Republican and then yes. why it's so challenging to be a Democrat as a Cuban? Yes. Um, I'd be happy to... Yes, because no, no one listens to me anymore. So, Amore, your name is Love. So, please. I listen to you, Kathy. Gracias. Yes, uh, please. Please help I'd me. I'd be happy to share, yeah. So, um, I, I think it's best to, like, tell my family story to provide context for people. Um, my grandmother was a political prisoner in Cuba. Um, she, in Cuba, we talk a lot about free education and free health care, uh, which is... Um, partly true so that is something that the communist government or dictatorship as i should say allows but in cuba you actually don't have the right to choose what you want to study um so there's always a question of like freedom of choice versus like freedom of access and my grandmother um was forced to study russian linguistics and literature back to the russian connection because that's what was needed at the time and then wanted to be a lawyer um, so she was pretty high up. Um, she would translate Russian documents, um, was very, very good at her job, even though she was not a communist. And one day, um, she caught up, she was a professor at the University of Havana. She made a comment in her class about not being okay with something the government was doing. And that same day, she found herself taken to prison, um, tortured, and that started her plight with my mom to the States. Uh, for freedom. So I am the first American born in my family. Um, I grew up in Miami. My whole life has been surrounded by the um, necessity to be thankful for this country, um, to be grateful for the opportunities I have, um, to be to honor, you know, the sacrifices that my family made for me to be who I am today and for me to have the privileges and freedom that I have today. And I've always lived by that, um, which meant I was surrounded by Cubans who the trauma, right, is so intense in terms of fear of communism. In Cuba, socialism and communism are all the same thing. You know, you walk around in Cuba and there's signs that say socialismo muerte, which means socialism or death. So all of these words have become um, just like the same. Um, for, for Cubans, it doesn't matter which one you use. So the fear of having America turn into a communist country is valid, which is why a lot of Cubans lean right. However, um, I am the only Democrat in my family, and it's because of the story of my grandmother. And I told her this, you know, especially thinking about Trump now, everything my grandma told me to be weary of or, like, worried about in terms of communism and authoritarianism is what I'm experiencing with 45, with uh, Trent, right? Like, 
I have never actually seen a leader who's put people um, in jail for protesting, right? These are the things that my grandma told me to be careful of. Um, when Trump starts talking about making history more patriotic because he thinks that mentioning the things that we did poorly are anti-American, that brings me back to the stuff that El Castro did in Cuba when he changed the whole curriculum to make himself the hero of the story. Right. Um, when I hear Fidel Castro talk and capture an audience, it reminds me, because he's just so forward, it reminds me of the way my grandma talked about people like fleet, like fleeting after and like applauding Fidel Castro. Um, there are several things that come up, right? Like the, the excessive um, obsession with the military, um, with um, wanting to, to hold power and be the only one applauded for the work that he does. All of those things for me are signs of someone my grandma always told me to be careful with. Um, and what's really crazy is that because of those values and ideals and even fear that I've been passed down you know, through generations, I am a heavy Democrat. Because I'm like, I definitely don't want any authoritarianism in this country because I know the impact it had on my family. So that has led me to heavily like jump jump in deep and it's been you know horrible to see how many Cubans um, have have come against us um, and think we're communists and socialists when you talk to any Cuban or Cubano from Biden which I'm super happy to be a part of and we're just pro-democracy and, and pro-people's liberty and, and that's what we fight for and at the end of the day we end up fighting against our own people um, to to fight for them too right because I'm also voting for my grandma and my mom even though they are very hardcore Republicans so wait, they're still hardcore Republicans? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the only Democrat in my whole family, and just like you, Kathy, have been called comunista, socialista, uh, been told I'm brainwashed, um, that this is what communists do. Um, so I'm still dealing with uh, the backlash, and I think this election has been different than any other because I don't understand how any Cubans see. Trump and doesn't worry about the authoritarianism that can come with um, with his leadership. Well, is this the first time that you've thought this way? Like, were you into politics before? Or uh, is this like the first time that you've gotten fired up enough to um, do it? Yeah, I've always been into it. I just thought I was alone. <laughs> Something happened this year that all the Cubans found each other. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Like, prior to this election, it was almost like me with other non-Cubans, you know, and me just feeling like I'm the only Cuban who thinks this way, you know, I'm not even going to fully come out and be, like, super on blast about it because I don't have the energy to hear someone call me a communist. It's very hard for me and emotional for me to be called uh, the thing that oppressed my grandmother and my mom, right? Like, Como to nita. call me their oppressor is, yeah, is, is very, like, harsh and like emotional so um that is like i this year something changed where we all found each other um and i just started you know getting plugged in in miami and like looking for progressive groups just typing in like cuban liberals cuban progressives <laughs> on google you know non-communist cubans that care about democracy and Poquita uh, poco, like we started finding each other, and then I was able to join the Cubano Biden group, 
which was like perfect and like a breath of fresh air and also like the momentum I needed to really dive deep into like coming together and like I mean now me and you are connected right and we're like oh my gosh another Kuana Gracias a Dios. Yeah, let's do yeah let's highlight each other right like I wanted to put the voices out of people in our community that are not um like that and you know I think we are changing the narrative of Cuban voters not just in Miami but in our country and to me that's very exciting Yeah, because, um, well, I've been, uh, I've been a Cubana, you know, the lone Cubana that's been the Democrat for a long time. And uh, I've been, yeah, I started on um, conservative news. So 2008 on Fox News debating, uh, I found myself uh, debating Hannity in 2008, 2011 debating Bill O'Reilly, one-on-one, the A Block, which is the first segment, and defending myself as a Cubana, and I actually had to block the majority of my relatives after the segments. I I never knew, I never watched Fox News, I didn't even know, I didn't know anything about it. They say, well, come on the show. I'm like, oh, okay, que hora? What time? De que cosa? Oh, Sarah Palin, no problem. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I wrote for the Washington Post. I'll bring the cafecito. Yeah, yeah, let me have a cafecito, una copita de vino, I'll be right there. You know, and uh, and I I had been writing for the uh, Washington Post, and I met Man Martinez, who was a Pedro Pan, and um, right. I, wow. inter- I yeah. you know I interviewed Ileana Ross Leitner, which was the first Latina in Congress from wow. Kendall. Yeah, she was my yes. Congresswoman because I went to Killian. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I went to Coral Reef, so not too far. Oh, qué linda! Coral Reef. And then we went to FSU, of course. Go Knowles. And yes, we totally, yeah. beat, we beat Miami, which I'm so happy about this weekend. So. Yes. <laughs> you say it enough. <laughs> I know. Yes, go Knowles. We go, won. Go Knowles. We, we won. 52 to, 52 to 0. They didn't even get score a point. Yeah. Losers. Yeah, man. Um, Right, so um, I went on these shows, and then after, with social media, my relatives, my dad had died, and my relatives uh, started saying, Comunita. Wow. And this is on yeah. social media. My relatives, yeah. they know yeah. where I live. Oh, God, I've been there. Comunista, tu padre, you know, your so father would be that. rolling over in his grave. And, and this wow. is 2011. And I'm like, yeah, yeah my parents were... Democrats. They were Democrats because, yes, oddly enough, my my mom taught, uh, she went to the university, uh, she had me later on in life, she went to the university with Castro, he was a senior, and he was like super hot, she said he was super hot, yeah, and him and Che would walk, you know, like, they were like super sexy, Yeah. and I think that like really helped them with with the whole revolution thing, they didn't need to fire a gun, Uh because the women were like, wow, they're hot. And, sure, uh, sure, yeah, like the yeah. Jonas Brothers, you know, like, whoa. <laughs> and she uh, she was a professor at the University of La Habana. Uh, she was dating like a mm-hmm. mismo. And then they shut down the university. And when they showed up, uh, people went up and they're like, you realize they're jailing and, like, killing people? You got to go. You're going to get wow. killed. So they went home and they sat it out and the university didn't open for like three years. And Kennedy wow. Kennedy opened the doors to 30,000, I think it was 30,000 
um, yeah. Cuban students to come here. And then he blew it with the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Let's go take over Cuba. And uh, let's go right. to Castro's favorite beach town. And right. uh, he won't know about it. And we're going to take over Cuba and everything's going to be a-okay. And the problem is that Castro's Cuban and he's too savvy. And he was. Uh -huh. And he sided with the Russians and the Bay of Pigs was a flop. Um, luckily, Trump got an award that doesn't exist for that failed invasion. And uh, right. he bragged about the award that doesn't exist about a failed invasion. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh -huh. uh, right. So then I went on these and then I got like I had to block all the relatives because I said, you're a comunista, that you're a Democrat. I said, oh, my God, I'm the only Cuban Democrat yeah. because I, we were thankful. Yeah. I came from the general, you know, my parents taught me. Kennedy let us in. He realized it's political asylum. It's not for any other reason than to save right. lives. Cubans were going right. to die. 30,000 Cubans were going to die, professors and students, if they didn't come right. to America. And we're still waiting. As far as I see it, we're still waiting to go back. It's still communist. Yeah. So, yo estoy esperando. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm that's, waiting. That's, yeah. Right? Ya viene llegando, like we're receiving our feds and... Um, I think it's very unfortunate that what happened with Kennedy. Like, even if you look at the history, though, um, because Kennedy was up against Nixon, I remember who was the VP at the time, um, Kennedy actually didn't know about the Bay of Pigs invasion until he became president. Right. It was Nixon and Eisenhower yes. who had started those, the plan, right? SOBs. And Nixon was, yeah, and then Nixon was, very sure he was going to win the election, which is why they didn't share the top secret plan with Kennedy. Um, so he had to make a very last minute decision by the time he became president, had to catch him up and say, by the way, we're like going to overthrow Castro. Um, <laughs> you know, Kennedy had to make a like, well, it was like, oh, wait, what? Like, okay, I. No, let me just send half the people because I really am not, I don't know about this, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was a fail. And, like, a lot of people died. And, like, that was very hard for our community. Um, you know, something that we as Cubans, like, care about our country and our country being free. You know, if it was, we wouldn't be here. Right. Um, so that was a big hit for our community, which I think, like you were saying, only pushed us even more heavy uh, towards the Republican side. But I mean, have stopped saying we because we are not a monolith, you know, clearly there's many of us um, who are Cuban and Democrat, and just because you're a Democrat does not mean you are a communist. Um, those are very different terms. Um, and I am a proud Democrat fighting for the democracy in this country um, and trying to save it, quite frankly. Um, and uh, I am ready to start changing that narrative. Like, you know, I've been saying that all Cubans, um, tend to, to lean right. Yeah, because the Bay of Pigs, so, so I, what I've tried to simplify when I go on TV and explain it is the Bay of Pigs is the older generation. The older generation tends to remember the Bay of Pigs and they're angry at Kennedy. Yep. Uh, my parents saw it a different way. They were the students and the professors at the University of Havana and they thanked Kennedy because they probably would have been dead had he not let him into this country. Um, right. So, and they said actually it was like the um, highest educated group of immigrants to ever come to America. 30,000 college right. students and professors came to America. It's like, thank you. 
you know, like they, yeah. they, they helped with uh, with uh, the bell telephones. Like they ended up helping with all this technology because, you know, Cuba. Yeah. I mean, you see Miami. Look at what they did. I know Miami looks great. So, you know, right. the, the Cubans came over here and it's like, okay, it'll be a couple of years. I didn't learn English till I was six. I don't know about you, but we always thought we were going back. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, don't, well. don't. Well, yeah, that, that didn't work. Um, but yeah, I didn't even go to preschool. They're like, no, no, at próximo año, we'll go back. We're going back. Yeah, right. And I had to learn R con R cigarro. I had to learn all the like, you know, all the nursery rhymes because I had to fit in. Rápido corren los carros. Right. So, so, so. Okay, so then that's the divide because then the younger generation now is looking at um, climate change, right? They're looking at the, the, the uh-huh. we're not looking at the 1950s or 60s. The Latinos today are looking at today. And, yeah. and today we've got someone, we've got Trump. And that's not, yeah. that's not the Bay of Pigs. We're talking Trump no. now. So, yeah. so. I've heard from Cubans that I thought diehard Republicans, and they have been saying ever since you put on um, Cubanos con Biden on Instagram, and it's also it's everywhere, right? LinkedIn and um, Twitter. LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Twitter. We I don't know if we're on like I don't know if we're on LinkedIn, but we're on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, now on TikTok, but we've joined the. Ayo and um, we also have started a WhatsApp uh, a group as well. That's and the merch is amazing. I love the the, the, the cups. The, I love the merch, yes. the, the mugs and the Thank T-shirts. You. Oh my god! Yes. You Shout could... out to Sophia Hidalgo and Sam Bastante, who's been uh, some of the creators of that merch. It's beautiful. It's and and everyone and I put it up and I'm Team Pastelito and and you guys profiled me and I was like so proud to be Team Pastelito. You've made it fun. Yes. You've made yeah, it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's like fun and great. And then I've been hearing um uh for the the writer, the author of uh Social Girls. What is it? I'm sorry. Social um Dime is Alisa uh Rodriguez. She's going to kill me. Alisa Valdez um reached out today and I thought she was super Republican. And uh, the social, what? Social Vista uh, Social Club? She's going to kill me. The social club, I think. I, she, well, let her kill us. You know, that means she's listening. But she's, uh, she's an amazing author, and she's like, I want to be part of it. And I thought, oh, my God, I thought she was super Republican. Amazing. And then I heard right. from my L.A. friends that are actors in L.A., and they're Cuban, and they cannot say anything because, you know, they don't want to rock the boat. And they wrote right. to me on the side, thank you. And these are Cubans. And I was like, what? So the mystery is for everyone, even us, I thought every Cuban was still Republican, but I had an idea that the younger generations were changing. And maybe the Trump uh, movement has changed it all. But what you guys have done. It's ignited a flame, a flame that we. Um, always had, but, you know, kind of needed each other to spark and to get going. And, you know, we found each other. I think social media has pushed us even closer together, especially during a pandemic where we're all kind of glued to our phones and 
Zoom, um, but I've met incredible people because of it and because of the access that technology has given us um, to, to connect with one another. Um, and yes, you'll be surprised how many even older Cubans that are not communists, you know, are see Trump and say, no, absolutely not. You know, um, it's crazy. I was getting a massage the other day and it looked weird, but the guy was like super Cuban and I was like, oh God, freaking Republican. And I was like, okay, I'm just not going to talk about politics. And then he's like, oh, you know, so what do you do at work? And I told him and he's like, oh, so what do you think about this um, president? And I was like, Oh, no. I I'm like, just going to relax. And um, turns out he's super into Trump. And he was like in his 60s, you know, went to school in Cuba and was just like, absolutely not. Like, he has all the signs of everything we ran away from. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like, I don't, wow, okay, maybe there are more of us. We're just like a silent majority that haven't come out to like actually share that. But you've made it a louder majority. The group I saw when I first discovered you guys, it was like a hundred people were part of it, and then it became a thousand. I don't know what you're at today, but only yeah. on Instagram alone, it went from a hundred to a thousand in three days. Yep. It's um, yeah, and on Facebook we're at over twelve thousand uh, members. Wow. Um, of, of this Guanos all over the nation that are anti-Trump and pro-Biden. No, is I mean, oh, and I have okay. I have to ask you, is it okay? Because being typical Guana, I go overtime, so I'm so sorry because I know you're busy. But I have to ask you questions, no, and these come yes, okay. These come generally from um, Fox viewers that, believe it or not, are my demographic, um, and they come to me just they they yell at me for being a liberal, but they also yeah. want to know how we think. Um, Okay. So they said, um, are we calling Trump? This is from Big Sky Born, uh, Big City Bread. He, I think he's Tribeca Dad, at Tribeca Dad. And he says, um, so are we mad at Trump because, quote, dictators want their citizens to carry firearms? Mm. Is that why we yeah. hate Trump? Is that why you hate Trump? No. No, not at all. And I think so. I think there's a big reality here, and it's happening on both sides. So I appreciate the question. Um, there's a lot of this misinformation and propaganda happening on both ends, right? Like you end up on social media, you end up in your silo, you only get information from that one side. And there's a lot of misinformation that happens on both sides. If there's anything that Biden has made clear, um, and that Democrats, um, for the majority, have not. Uh, put up a war on getting rid of guns in this country. Uh, we honor the Second Amendment. We do believe people have the right to own a weapon. However, um, speaking on just my opinion, because there are different, de definitely differing opinions within the, the party as well, um, Biden wants to prevent assault rifles, right? Weapons that um, are, are used in war. To be to be banned. Um, the the argument is that there's no reason why someone needs to have a machine gun for fun. Um, these weapons were created to kill people. Um, so there's a big difference between someone owning a gun for protection, which Biden is not against, than someone owning rifles or or um, weapons, assault rifles that can kill. Um, so many people in less than like you know two minutes. So that so and, the and narrative's that, wrong. That's 
The narrative. Yeah. yeah. And and the narrative is also yes, we want people to have guns. We want to make sure that the guns are in the hands of the right people. So why I think as a country we can agree that increasing background checks is not anti-gun. It's actually pro-life if you think about it, right? Like we want to make sure people are safe and people and people who have guns um, should have guns, right? So increasing background checks and making the process just a little bit more. Um, intentional in regards to safety is something that I hope America can agree to as a collective, um, which has nothing to do with getting rid of guns. It just has to do with ma- making sure that people who own guns are are safe and the people that are in our communities are safe. Okay, so that's total. So so Tribeca Dad, big big sky born, big city bred. He's just trying to say it's all about the guns. No, okay. And then no. this one, I posted um, one of your, gra- you guys have the best graphics, by the way, with the Viva Peru just killed me. But by the way, that's an inside joke with the Guanos. But um, yeah. the, uh, Trump is becoming, this one is a graphic you po- you posted. Trump, and I posted it. Trump is becoming a dictator. We know we're Cuban. And, right. okay, so they went crazy. This one got a retweet. People went crazy. And this okay. is from... Landon Rowell, I'm sure you're familiar with your, your, your own graphic. It's Landon Rowell. It said, people call Trump a dictator for some reason while completely ignoring the Democrats finding churches $100,000 and shutting off people's power and water. COVID has emboldened Demo- Dems to flex their tyrannical wings. So Trump's not the dictator. It's the Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. think it goes all the way back to same concept, misinformation, propaganda, honestly. Um, I think uh, a lot of what I mentioned before are the reasons why we as Cubans who, like my grandma likes to say, can smell communism, even though she <laughs> is a Republican, um, can pay attention to the signs of authoritarianism and populism that we see um, coming from the presidency of Trump, right? So when we think about his um, inability to commit to a peaceful transfer of power, um, whenever that question is brought up, he finds his way to talk around it. Instead of just blatantly being like, yeah, yeah, if it's announced that I lose um, or that I lost, then of course, as a true, uh, you know, American, I will concede and I will, you know, transfer the power peacefully. He has yet to say that. Um, He has yet to say that clearly um and that's a huge red flag of someone who you know wants to stay in power if anything he said that he would continue right like it's, it's right. going to continue um and i think that's a, that's very triggering for us as cubans um to know what that was like um and to have you know lived under a communist dictatorship because at the end of the day cuba was a dictatorship um, of someone who chose to never leave or someone who chose to pass the power to his brother so even trump passing it to ivanka you know is still kind of worrisome because yeah, 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 it's not going to be the trump dynasty you know um I, I don't. you don't want it to be I like her so, makeup. Um, I mean, she's really, I like her hair and her makeup, but, you know, I, it doesn't mean I, I, I believe she should have the transfer of power. Um, okay, so then there, then we got people with this guy saying that it was, a, uh, you know, saying that the, the, the graphic of Trump is a, uh, being a dictator, we know we're Cuban. 
so Latin Vin, so Latino, like this is a Latino, Latin Vin said, uh, Tribeca dad spot on. And he said it was okay for me to mention his name and his, you know, his, his handle. And then another one, Thomas from South Florida said, it's a bit of a stretch to say that Trump is acting like a dictator. It's a bit of a stretch for you, you as a Cuban to put out that graphic, or you the group, the group Cubanos con Biden, to say that Trump is acting like a dictator. Do you think, is it a stretch, Amore? Is it, is, is it a stretch? So we wrote on the graphic that Trump is becoming a dictator. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, I would ask the very same question, is it a stretch to call um, Biden a socialist, a Marxist, you know, a communist, and he has clearly stated over and over again that he's not. Um, and if he was, under Obama, we would have been a communist country already because they had eight years, um, you know. So I don't think it's a stretch to point out signs of authoritarianism that we're seeing in Trump, and they've only continuously uh, started to become even more prevalent um, with, like, some of the things that I have already mentioned. So definitely the wanting to change the curriculum, not wanting to do, do a peaceful transfer of power, um, arresting people from protesting, you know, like we had people getting arrested in Portland in unmarked cars. Yeah. Um, not being told why they were being arrested and they were peacefully protesting. Um, we have, you know, incidences or we have situations um, where Trump has, like, clearly stated that, you know, he um, he is the only one that's done good things for our country and the best president we've ever had. So, like, this sense of narcissism that we see in people like um, Fidel Castro and Hitler, right? Like, this, this need to, like, hold on to power and to claim that they are the, the heroes of, of, of a country um, are all really scary signs of someone who can easily, you know, with a flick of a finger, you know, just to switch. Because according to Cubans, they'll tell you the same thing. A lot of people actually applauded Fidel Castro. And Fidel Castro told people a million times he wasn't a communist and that he wasn't a um a socialist before he, he came out and then then what? Um, six days you know, later, so, right? Six days later is right. what I heard. Six days later. He yeah. Said, yeah. So we know this story and we've seen this story and, and we're not going to be manipulated and um, like uh, bought into like believing that the fear of communism is on our side where, you know, authoritarianism can fall on left or right, you know, fascism or, or or communism. So that would be my response to that. Like, is there a fear of it happening? Yes. Does he have signs of, of someone who could easily, like, become that, as we stated in our graphic? Uh, absolutely. Okay, so it's like a boyfriend. Has he cheated? You know, I'm not going to say he did. But has, is he showing signs? You know, maybe. Okay, so then we have, uh, this one's been giving me a hard time. It, she's Mexicana. She's really funny. Uh, she goes, she's at Red Pill RX. Uh, she goes by Princess uh, K-E-K. And she wanted this for you. This one's, um, she's mocking the whole movement of Cubanos con Biden. Um, and she said, it looks like the campaign's just not working. Because, believe it, my friend Daniel Garza, who's been a Republican for a long time, uh, nice guy, 
a horrible tweeter. I don't agree with him politically. Uh, I hope you're listening, Daniel. Uh, so anyway, a lovely wife. Um, he said, he tweeted immediately after the mess of a debate last night. I think that was a disaster. Anyway, the, the, the three of them were all right. just yelling over each other. It was a mess. Uh, but you can right. tell me if you thought it was great. But anyway, Spanish speaking, this is a quote. Daniel Garza says, Spanish, and he has a little blue check mark, so he's for realsies. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, sure, take, take Daniel seriously. Uh, you know what? He used to control the, like, um, the guest list at the White House, so he was, like, the most popular guy for eight years. Wow. Yeah, no, I... That's some power. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I love Daniel. I love him very much, um, as a matter of fact. Uh, so you get back in there, Daniel. Remember me. Um, so Spanish-speaking <laughs> viewers of Telemundo expressed their preference of who won tonight's presidential debate. 66% Trump, 34% Biden. So Daniel Garza put that out, uh, that Telemundo said that Trump won the debate. I personally think his flag was a little bit cuter because it had more waves, you know? I like the flag pin. Uh, okay. I like I like that they both had stripes on their ties, you know, rebellious. Yeah. I think they could use more yeah. lash, less foundation. But, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought they were women debating. Here I am criticizing them like women. Oh, they're men. Oh, where was I going men, with that? Men wear makeup, too. Yeah, right? No, I mean, I was putting them down like they were women. I for, for, They're men. I should respect you? them. Yeah. Oh, my God. I lost my respect right. for men. So, oh, wow. yeah, right? That's a whole other topic. Um, so, right? I, like, I was like, what are they wearing? Who's wearing it best? Um, oh, boring suits and ties. Okay, 66% Trump. 40, uh, 34% Biden. What do you think about Telemundo? Even one of the anchors said, you know, these aren't exactly accurate. She even said Spanish, you know, these aren't always right. What yes. do you think about the debate? Um, so what I personally think about the debate, I disagree with that poll completely. I'd be interested to see who they polled, um, if they polled in Miami. Um, there's a very different dynamic of Latinos in Miami. Uh, because we are the majority, right? So um, there's a big difference. That you went to Florida State, so you might be able to resonate with this. Go Noles. I grew up in Miami. Yes, go <laughs> I grew up in Miami my whole life. Um, and then I show up in Tallahassee as a freshman. Aye, aye, aye. Yes, I'm, I'm super dope. Guana. Oh, no. Are you, you, know, you like, thought you were cool? <laughs> yeah, of course no. I was cool. I was you, like, class clown, you know, I, I knew it was funny, so I was like, I got this. What dorm? What dorm? I was... What dorm? Excuse me? What dorm were you in? Um, no, I didn't live on campus. I lived off because I couldn't afford that um, at oh. the time. What? No, uh, it sounds like your parents but, loved you more. Yeah. I was in Sally Hall. That was like torture. That was like a prison. Oh, Sally. Yes, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah, that's really <laughs> so bad. Look how far you've come, Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> it was disgusting. Ooh, okay. Yeah, man. The, <laughs> okay. But I showed up in Tallahassee, and it was complete culture shock, right? Like, I had never been around American people. And by American, I mean, like, American Not Cuban. by generation, <laughs> Not right? Ch- Not Latinos. And I was like, whoa, this is so different. They the hated time. me. Yeah, I actually was treated as an other, and I felt what other meant. Yes. You know, I had professors that would actually, like, um congratulate me for my English and be like, wow, you speak so well. Hi, Kalinda. So 
And I was like, I was born here. <laughs> I went to school, you know, public school. Like, of course, I speak English. Um, or I, ha- I had people, like, speak slower to me because they would think that I, like, didn't understand. Um, so it was just a very, like, yep. shocking experience um, <laughs> that allowed me to kind of, like, look internal a little bit and then look external to, to acknowledge what it meant to be Latina in the United States and not Latina in Miami. Oh, so I know. There are a lot of conservative Latinos in Miami because we've, we've actually, like, not experienced a true America. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm not saying that everyone in America mistreats Latinos, but there is a kind of a sobering reality when you're confronted with with people's stereotypes of you yep. instead of seeing you for who you are as an individual. And that privilege is something that we have here in Miami, which is, I think, why you see so many Latinos in Miami um, supporting conservative, very almost like, um, I, I mean, I don't want to call it for what it is, but just like almost like white nationalism. Like, like my grandma's a hardcore Americana, like patriot, you know? And um, and I don't fault her for that, but I, I do think there's a different reality. In terms of the debate, um, I don't, so I think that's to answer like why I think the polls could have been swayed a little bit. I would love to see who they pulled. Um, yeah, who they pull? Yeah, I would love to see. There's a bunch of cute older Cubans, then obviously makes sense. Um, but I'm interested in that. I think in regards to the actual debate, I think it was a complete hot mess. Um, I was very <laughs> disappointed. Um, it was it was actually like just embarrassing. Like, how have we come here? Like, we we've like made it to this as an American country. Like. The fact that, and I think it just shows for me how much I dislike Trump in regards to, like, we can't even have a civilized democratic debate, which is one of the most beautiful things that we hold in this country as people that honor freedom and elections. Like, there's nothing more democratic than voting. And then there's nothing even more democratic than debating with someone else, right, to, to state who would be the best for this country. Well, the art and of I the thought, art of the debate. Uh, there's an art to a debate. Right. To, to give right. your points across beautifully. And right. That, and it wasn't beautiful. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And, like, you know, I, I wrote this on my social media. Like, for someone who claims to love law and order so much, here we have someone who can't even follow the basic rules of the debate, you know? <laughs> I was like, so much for order. I got to give that a like. Order. I didn't see it. I got to yeah. give it a like. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, you are the hypocrisy of everything you defend, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, and it was, for me, that's cool. Like, I was completely, like, just embarrassed, you know, as an American. Though, like, I really hope other people in the world are not watching this. Because oh, you were hoping they had a blackout, a blackout across the yeah, world. Yeah, just like please don't watch this this shit show in America right now. <laughs> That's what it felt like, you know, I was just like, oh my god. And you know, I, I give props to Biden. I thought he did a, a, a decent job. Um, I loved how he started when he said it's about equity and equality. It's about decency in the Constitution. Like I do think that's the type of leader that we need to have. Someone who puts us at the forefront, who puts our um, democracy at the forefront, equity and equality, especially me as a, you know, uh, justice educator, like these things matter to me. And I think Trump absolutely showed his colors 
as someone who, you know, does not uphold these values that I think are necessary for that position. No, no, but but of the three of them, I mean, I wouldn't vote for Wallace. Chris Wallace, uh, I quoted him during, <laughs> I wrote down, I was live tweeting during what the debate. So, man. I, at one point, why you, why you not? That was actually literally his question for Trump well, and Biden. Why you, why you not? Why you not? No, yeah. no. So forget women, forget Latinas, forget, you know, forget any, yeah, any minority. No, Three right. white men, and the best question yeah. a journalist could come up with was, why you, why you not? And then Joe Biden stoops to a level, he grabs some dirt and said, the art of the steel. And then you've got <laughs> Trump just, <clears throat> you know, like groaning yeah. at every moment. It was like, quepena.com, yeah. right? Yeah. Kepena.com, which is shout out to Jenny Lorenzo, yeah. who's a Cubana in LA. Yes, love Jenny. She's a part of Cubanos combating too. Mentira, is she really? Oh no, not Jenny Lorenzo. Sorry, I was thinking about Jenny Lee. But yes, Jenny Lorenzo, like la, la abuelita. I, she's all our abuelitas. Of course. She did a yes. WAP video okay. about um, yes. Abuelas Piso. Cleaning. Yeah, Abuelas yes. Piso. I'm <laughs> so good. So if you want, brilliant. what that, a great way to tap that. Right, better than Cardi B. I mean, so yeah, so, so Jenny Lorenzo. I ha, I'm a humble brag. She actually retweeted one of my things. I don't know which one it was, but we yeah, were both watching awesome. at the same time. And even Jenny Lorenzo was like, "Ay, Dios mío!" Like no what? No puedo. No puedo. No puedo más. Ya no puedo. I was like, yo no puedo más. This is insane. No, this is America. So and I've asked several people, should we go back to Cuba? And people have actually sent me back. <laughs> they, they, they've all said, Kathy, go back. I said, I'm here in political asylum. I actually, they haven't given us the word that we can go back. We've been waiting. Yes. Right? Do you believe that? We're not allowed to go back. We are literally here. The word has not come down that, hey, it's okay. You can go back. We are actually here on political asylum. We're waiting for the United States to say, hey, okay, go back. Yeah. No. I'm sorry, America. You guys haven't let us leave yet. It's like, still not okay. So right. we, we right. can't go back. Okay, so then I have a question. Okay, two more questions. Yeah, because, you know, we're... You're good. Take your time. We could do this for you hours. Know, I have my cafe. I have my cafecito. You're so good. I have my cafe con leche already. Um, I have two. Thank you. I, um, which is, you know, not enough. I usually like five. But, okay, so you... um Okay, so somebody... This is a debate. Somebody wanted to know when you put... Okay, the Viva Peru was genius, but that's inside joke with Cubanos. Uh, because we don't know Vic's Vapor Rub. We thought it was Viva Peru. Um, I've never known it was Vic Vaporub until I went to Tallahassee. <laughs> thank you. We yeah. all had Viva Peru growing up. And then you're in Tallahassee and you go to Publix and you go to the aisle to buy what Abuelita gave was uh, Pumadita China. Yeah, you took to the blue bottle. La, Pumadi, la, yeah. Yeah, la Pumadita China. And you go and it yeah. says, <laughs> and you're looking for Viva Peru. And it's yeah. Vic's Vapor Rub. What? Oh, I'll never forget when I realized that's what I was saying. <laughs> I think it's like the biggest shock for all of us is yeah. what? <laughs> you lied. Like, oh my god. <laughs> and a Pepto Bimo? 
En de pimpampoen? Ja, yeah, dat is wel weer mooi. Ja. Yeah. <laughs> en pimpampoen? Recently, my stepdad sent me to Publix. Um, Publix is a grocery store down here. There's people in Austin, Florida. Right. And he's like, I need you to get me the limon pepe. Looking for Viva yeah, Poru, and, and it was Vicks Vapor Rub. It's uh, yeah, there There's still many things I'm unaware of that I'm I'm so nervous. Many, so many. So yeah. somebody wants to know when you say like Biden for president is B Y D O N. <laughs> my Americano friends say it's by like to Donald, and I said no, it's Biden. <laughs> Who's right? Someone asked me this yesterday. <laughs> Who's right? I'm laughing because I just had this conversation. Okay, so when I first saw the sign in Miami, we all said it's definitely Bidon. Bidon. You know, like we're saying it in Spanish. Like we're saying it with a Cubano accent. Bidon. Bidon. Like Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, Walmart, Walmart, and Bidon. Viva Peru, Bidon. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving. 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 You know, right? So, um, Biden. And Publix. And Publix. 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 Yeah. So yeah. I definitely thought Biden, and I was like, "Yo, these people are brilliant!" Like, like spelling Biden and Cuban. Love it. <laughs> and then I met this guy named Bob. It happens to be Bob in Miami who, like, Bob. is supporting with our with our like campaign, like he helped for the caravana. Hi. And he and he he was like, "Yeah, it's Biden, like by like we're saying by the Donald." No. Oh, Bob, I never even thought about it. Right? Bob, dude. So, I, you know, I, I think it's an up-in-the-air question and left interpretation. I definitely thought by them, like, oh. and I kept seeing that, but, but Bob brought it to my attention, and I think it's clever, and I think it's great. So did Bob create it? Open. Bob created it. Did he? Yes. I, because I, I thought I won. Again, like the UM Florida State. I didn't answer. I, I didn't answer. It's open. It's I'll open. Tell you, Good I for you. Thank you. Thank you. Baidong. And, 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 and Baidong. Florida State won against University of Miami to those people that I owe money we to. Did. Yep, thank you. Tear it down. 52-0. Tear yeah. it down. Choke it dope, yeah. even though it was in Doe Campbell. I'm defeated. I'm defeated. No. Ay, Dios mío. Que pena. And then, okay, so I see you have um, Jorge Moreno, who's an amazing singer, who is part of Catalina Magazine, my magazine years ago. I can't, he has a restaurant. I'm so happy he's part of it. I didn't know he was a Democrat, so I'm loving Jorge Moreno as part of the movement. Okay. You got the pitch perfect. Um, Chrissy, ¿cómo se llama? Yes, Chrissy Fit. Chrissy Fit, we had her today. I'm so jealous. Did you tell her I was a fangirl? Yeah. Didn't come up, right? Um, <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, yeah, so right? Kathy Aru, tap, yeah. yeah, top of mind, top of mind. Chrissy, yeah, it's so great definitely. to see you from Pitch Perfect, but you know what? Kathy Aru, huge fan. Yeah. 
Thank you for that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, had her today. She was incredible. So also uh, for Baidong. Baidong? Yes. Yes? Okay. Baidong. And Baidong. Baidong. And then, I hate Bob, by the way. Okay, and then the last question. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you is, uh, can you explain prop, this is awful because I can't even explain it. So this is one, this is putting you on the spot. So if you say, I don't know, I don't know. All right, let's see if I got it. Could she explain, this is, she is you, by the way. They're so, they're so great on Twitter. People are really loving. Could she explain propaganda? Lo americano, because uh, we say americano, and I know that all my Central American and um, South American friends get mad, but I'm like, dude, we're from the islands. For us, we're Caribbean, so we say americano to everybody that's not from an island. So, right. you know, right. So it's not a, it's not derogatory. It's for us, it's Americano. That's the way it is. It's not North Americano, mm -hmm. South American. It's just Americano. You're not from an island. Right. So, um, right. the, the, the Americanos want to know, what do you consider propaganda? ¿Qué cosa es propaganda? I think that's a great question. Um, the right. best way I would explain propaganda um, would be the use of, a biased information um, to promote a cause, right? Ooh, yeah. So, what? And we see a lot of that happening. Happening. So, propaganda is still information. It's just information that is biased or tweaked to support said cause. And I think what we see a lot happening right now on social media is that we have people who like what's called complicit. Um, I'm sorry, confirmation bias, right? Like people want to see the news that supports what they believe, not read unbiased news to inform what they believe. And people have been set in their thoughts, so they're going to go out looking for the news that supports that. And that is where propaganda uh, plays a huge role. Um, people can get the same story, manipulate it, tie it, twist it. You know, we see this with videos. They'll, they'll only show a certain segment of the video to fit this agenda, right? Yeah. And that turns into propaganda for that party. And we see it happening on both sides, you know. Um, every time I talk to a Republican, everyone has the same, like, argument. It's like bullet point. Everyone has this, like, everyone is being spoon-fed their thoughts instead of actually coming to their own conclusions. And I think some of that is just the really good propaganda that's being put out there on social media. It's so easy on Twitter to share something, not verify it, you know, not see where it comes from, not see if it's Photoshop, and, um, or whoever's writing it. And, you know, my grandma thinks that this, not just my grandma, but people, just because it looks like it came from a, uh, a website that has, like, news written on it, that it's reliable, and that's not the case. No. So that would be the best way I could explain that. Probably, I love it. I mean, cause I, I couldn't actually, and I was an English major at Florida State and, you know, my trauma at Florida State. So, so, so we are not, uh, so the takeaway would be this podcast would not be propaganda. This is um, just two innocent Guanas from Florida State that um, met Bob. And um, <laughs> I didn't meet Bob, but uh, the, the, uh, the takeaway is um, things are changing and they can't just assume that they understand. Uh, you can't just put us all into Cubans from Miami 
puertorriqueña from New York, eh, Chicanos yeah. from this yeah. and that. It's we're very complex and different yeah. and and the Cubanos right now are a little bit nervous when someone says, I'm not gonna hand over power, I don't trust the ballots. Right? That's like right? Ah yeah. right, like I don't meal. Because I've asked Cuba, can we go back to Cuba? No, they don't want us because yeah. we haven't been given no. the okay. Spain hasn't opened right. up the doors for us. I mean, we can't even go to New York right now. Right. Cuomo wants to quarantine us. So, yeah. I'm in Miami. <laughs> We're just in Miami. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, down in Miami. with La Carreta, and that's it. You know, give the plug. What was a great place in Wynwood that everyone should best go to? Coffee, best Cuban coffee, best pastelitos in Miami is a place called Sweet Havana Cafe in Wynwood. They're two years old as of uh, this week, oh. and the owner is a Kiwana um, from Cuba uh, and is incredible. Um, there's no better place for Cuban coffee, and obviously in Miami where there's Cuban coffee everywhere, so. I've vetted every place out, and this is the best place hands out. So if you're ever in Miami or live in Miami, please check them out. And tell them you know I'm ready. I'll probably give you a discount. Yeah, do you think? Or at least a smile, right? At least a... Uh, at least, at least, at least, you know. Hey, I know. Okay, I know I'm ready and, and Kathy Aru. Okay, smile. Here. Cuatro pesos. Yeah. Thank you. Cuatro dólares. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Support local. Support local. All right. Right. So, okay. Oh, I just remembered. Dirty Girl Social Club. Isn't that weird? My mind, the way my mind is like. Dirty Girl Social Club. Dirty yeah. Girl Social Club. Alisa uh, Valdez. She'll kill me. I think she really will. Like, you know, like the way Kuwanas are, you never know. If they have a bad day, they'll come and, you know. They'll, they'll be like, they'll, she'll tell me off. That's so, forgiveness now. Yeah, no. Uh, Alisa, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Dios, Padre Hijo Pirito Santo, Dirty Girl Social Club, <laughs> perdóname. Uh, she wants to yeah. join um, your group. And where do I send people? What's, uh, where do people go to uh, learn more about the Cubanos con Biden? Yes, con Biden. Biden. Um, so definitely follow us on social media. I help run our social media content. So if anyone's responding to you, it'll probably be me which is how me and Kathy met. Um, all of our information is going to constantly be posted on there. And if there are other ways that you want to get involved, uh, please let us know. The biggest thing that we're doing right now in terms of getting voters to the polls is, one, please make sure you're registered to vote and that your loved ones are registered to vote. You can go to IWillVote.com to make sure you're registered or to, make, or to register. And, two, we're phone banking every Monday and every Sunday. We have phone banks. Mondays, there are Cubanos calling Cubanos. We will walk you through how to phone bake step, step by step. You can be anywhere in the country to do that. And then on Sundays, we have Abuelos con sus nietos. Um, so if you happen to be aligned with your party, with your grandparent um, and yourself, or there's a grandkid somewhere that you want to call with, on Sundays, we create space for that as well. Um, but please follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're all there under Cubano con Biden. Um, I'd be happy to welcome you into the community. Um, y pa'lante. Let's win this election. Pa'lante. No, it's beautiful. You've made it super fun. I saw the group and I was like, I want to be Team Pastelito. Oh, it's political. Okay. <laughs> Like, I can do this, too. 
I just wanted to be Team Pastelito. Yeah. yeah, and I was really excited. Yeah. It's beautiful. The graphics are beautiful. They're controversial, but they're beautiful. And it's what a, what a smart group. Um, entonces, they can they can meet you on social media and um, and then oh the car the, the the cars the caravans you just had from the view oh, Ana yes. Navarro right leading a caravan. Yes, we had Ana Navarro, and today we actually had Eva Longoria. No, in Miami, which was really exciting. No. Um, as like an impromptu, like I'm here, let's do it. Mentira. Um, she yeah, hates me. She hates really me. Cool. She really does. Yes. And the biggest one is coming up October 11th. We're doing a Todos con Biden. So if y'all are in Miami and want to support, show up. Um, we'll po post the information on social media. But that is going to be all the Latino groups coming together on the 11th. Like the Nicaraguense, the, the Dominicanos, everybody. Yeah. Like Guatemala. Puerto Ecuadorianos, Peruanos. Todo el mundo. La Pachanga is on October 11th. Awesome. So that's amazing. Okay, so don't tell Eva Longoria that you know me. Um, you know, I didn't think Desperate Housewives would be a hit. Uh, yeah. I, I said, that doesn't sound like a good okay. show. So she, I, don't, okay. I think she holds that against me to this day. But, you know, okay. and okay. Lin-Manuel Miranda, like that Hamilton's really going to work. Come on. That doesn't sound, yeah. that yeah, sounds stupid, dude. Rapping on Broadway, that's mm -hmm. dumb. Yeah. Yeah, so, what? yeah, right? A so. black Washington? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Please. Yeah, my judgment's super great. And that's why everyone should be with Cubanos con Biden. <laughs> no, I'm right on some things. Yeah. I'm not good with entertainment, but I definitely know my politics. Go. Thank you yes. so much. Do we follow you? No. We follow Cubanos con Biden, and we will find you eventually. You can follow Cubanos con Biden. Yes, you could also follow me. I'm at, uh, my name is Amore, so I'm under that for Amore with a Z, because someone took the T-H from me. So D-A-T-S Amore. Um, would be happy to connect with people after we win the election as well. After we win the election. Is that propaganda? Yes. Of course. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's my it's my opinion you know i, I believe we're gonna win yes and as a guana con biden i'm gonna get excited for my candidate exactly total propaganda because we beat um we're on a high um of course <laughs> oh, undefeated undefeated <laughs> bobby bowden's still there oh my god we, we're right. amazing the best coach best, best coach, coach ever i'm so glad charlie ward's still the heisman winner we are doing great yeah. <laughs> things have not changed for amazing. 40 years okay thank you so much amore and um i love what you guys are doing thank you Kathy. okay chica thank gracias you, thank you so much thank you thank you thank you have thank a you. good one okay you too bye bye Oh my gosh, so okay, I lost a bet with Baidong, um, but I, I gained a friend. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if Amore will talk to me after this, but please uh, look up Biden's, uh, Biden's, Biden's con Cubanos. Cubanos con Biden. Uh, it's Cubans with Biden, but in Spanish. They're on Instagram. They're growing like crazy. And if you want to understand the Cuban community in Miami, um, this is a great way to understand them and they have a rich history and uh, it's my history it's great you want to find um catalina and a lot of the people we've talked about go to pressreader.com it's only four bucks i mean who can't afford that just the, the less than a the, le, cup of coffee cafe cubano and uh yeah thank you so much for tuning in okay bye